So maybe Ridley Scott feels like, I'm going back to Ridley Scott. Yeah. If he feels like he's spending millions of dollars on these high-tier actors, maybe he doesn't really have to direct them because they should be right. doing their job. Right. Yeah, but what if they make a decision in the way they want to play something right. and it's, it's not right? Like, uh, was it Harvey Keitel that was supposed to be Martin Sheen's role in Apocalypse Now? Yeah. I, I, it, someone was supposed to take Martin Sheen's role in Apocalypse Now and it just didn't work. Harvey Corman. I think it was Harvey Corman. <laughs> yeah, Harvey Corman it was. <laughs> oh my God. That's Headley. Headley. That, that would be the movie that I'd Or Tim, Tim Considine doing the old guy walking into Apocalypse Now. Tim Conway? Yeah. I don't know what I said. Yeah, there is a Tim Considine though, isn't there? Who's he? There are Considines. I think they're like one of those families where there's ten of them or something, like the bottoms. And whatever happened to and whatever happened to them? Oh, Kevin, Kevin, Kevin Considine, David. Oh, Carradine. Are you thinking Carradine? Uh, I know the Carradines are there too, but there's a Considine. Hmm. Yeah, I feel like there's more than one. So I guess you hire those people, hmm. and he hires them knowing what to expect. I suppose they fit into this part, and maybe part of his process is just. Okay, that's where we're going now. I've I've got my world built. I don't really care. Let's do the story this way. Let's right. you know. So do you admire that, Walt? I like the idea of, of going with whatever happens, yeah. Mm-hmm. And the same in in editing, you know, the whole thing if you have a really good editor, you could be like, mm-hmm. gee, I didn't think it would turn out like this, but that's fine too. Yeah, I'd like to read more with editors, you know, because they they totally can make Mm -hmm. the movie. It's it's the third draft or something, Mm -hmm. you know, completely can completely change it. Yeah, think of like the, I mean, think of the artistry there, right? To be able to imagine what it would look like when you're chopping it all up and putting it together. Mm -hmm. And now with the technology, you know, forty years ago. It was a really tedious, horrible right. process. Mm-hmm. Maybe you could have two choices and then you started ruining the negative or something. But now you could have infinite number of choices mm-hmm. in seconds. And yeah. So that's an interesting way it's developed. I remember when my, when my brother was doing, uh, was doing feature editing and uh, he said there's, there was some directors that would stand over his shoulder and, and tell him everything. And then there were some that would just kind of say, you know, do your daily cut and then I'll look at it. And so he said, it just all depends on who you're working with. Some people would have, want to have much more control. So do I know which movies your brother worked on? Did we ever talk about that before? I don't know. Probably not. But... What has he worked on? Mostly porn. I mean, <laughs> young stewardesses. Of... <laughs> Nuns on acid. <laughs> Welcome to Charborough Chats. <laughs> there you go. That's perfect. No, he hasn't done features in a long time because he's been with Pixar for really like 20 years or something now. So, hmm. I didn't know that. How interesting. We mentioned it on a previous podcast, but I guess you weren't listening. I must not have been because I don't remember that at all. Wow. When we, when we were talking with Matt Dorsey. Yeah. Holy crow. Um, so what features has he done? Uh, let's see. He worked on The Wanderers. Oh, okay. I'm going way, I'm going way back. Yeah. Um, I'd have to, you know, I'd have to look it up and get back to you. Okay. Yeah, I guess he's on IMDb then, right? What's his first name? Nick. Nicholas Smith. Well, somehow I knew that. I was just going to say Nick. Okay. 
My brother has a little uh, on-screen thing in um, Mr. Popper's Penguins. <laughs> really? He does. As a penguin? No, he uh, he's a band member. There's this scene in um, the Guggenheim, I think it is. That's the one that's circular, right? I think it was in the Guggenheim. Popper is talking to this woman he's looking for money from, and the band is playing, and all of a sudden the penguins come sliding down the you know mm-hmm. the Guggenheim floor, and my brother's in the band, and and I guess because he liked the way that the director liked the way my brother reacted, like he got extra money or something because you know? <laughs> he was you know an extra and he was an extra in the good shepherd too but i think they cut him out you know so he does more like plays these days i don't you know i don't know if it's he teaches at a i think i've mentioned this he teaches at this private school saint anne's in brooklyn and uh ellen barkin's kids mm. mary louise parker's kid you know all these famous people's kids. And so Mary Louise Parker's son, I guess, is making a movie. And my brother was working on that because he was his student. And um, he acted in a scene like with Susan Sarandon, you know, <laughs> like somehow, you know, this kid got Susan Sarandon because Susan Sarandon must be his mother's friend. So. Right, right. They were in playgroup together. <laughs> yeah. Do you know people who listen to this? podcast maybe do you know anyone who actually downloads it or well I, I think a couple of my friends said they did why are you asking like last week they sent around the thing that said we had two downloads in, uh, of, of all of them i know the previous 20 uh so i just yeah. wondered if i know one person who listens routinely the problem is i i just haven't the past six months have not done any promotion that's the problem yeah, and i haven't really i haven't really told much of anybody about it either so. that's the that's a problem <laughs> right well when this when this season hits you... yeah I, I need to i think i think once uh, you know and it's not it's not like physical time or functional time it's it's like emotional time i think once like louise makes a decision about college and stuff. And and we just got the results of my dad's scan, totally clear, you know, blah, blah, oh, blah. Good. Like, I think right. so, once some of these things settle, mm-hmm. I'll just have a little more emotional energy. Well, I just keep hearing on, on podcasts that sharing is the big thing. It's word of mouth right. is the only way you can market. And, and something like this, of course, right. it's impossible to market anyway. Well, there's so many podcast now yeah it's just it's, tons and tons it just and tons blows my mind how many there are yeah. but they say if you yeah. take you know whatever the number is now two million or whatever it is the number of active ones are really mm-hmm. small mm. people do two episodes and then they go well that that was too hard <laughs> yeah yeah isn't it like a certain percentage only lasts seven episodes or something mm-hmm. i think you i thought you had that that fact well yeah i did at one point at some point yeah now you don't know it anymore. So. I don't know it anymore. <laughs> I'll make it up. And yeah, we'd have to really fact tough. check it if we said it, and that that's not going to happen. It's true. So I, I just want to, you know, this one, I know a guy I went to college with, he listens to everyone, and then he gives me, you know, constructive comments. Like like faster or flatter. Yeah. You don't have to do this, you know. <laughs> you don't have to do this. <laughs> St- stop, please. <laughs> you don't have to do this. <laughs> yeah. Why do you do this to yourself? Please stop. Oh, my God. That's so funny. So so, in, so we should think of him as our audience. Do you hear me? Joe? 
Joe? Well, let's say he's in New England. Let's not. New England. Why, you don't want to give his town? You think someone's going to find him? And I don't think he wants to be. Come on, you can't even tell us his town. He doesn't want to be known as the one person who listens to Charbroil Chat. You can't even tell us what town he's in. Well, it's a small town. It's a very small town in Connecticut. And, there, and there's no other Joes there. It's Stanford, isn't it? Stanford. No, it's not Stanford. It's a tiny town. I could see if I said it. it probably tiny town? Is he, the ma- is, is, it- is he the mayor of tiny town? Is it- <laughs> <laughs> and, his, and his staff is made up of brownies. That's a, now, why is that a famous movie, The Mayor of Tiny Town? Is that? It's like another one with munchkins in it's it. It's a real movie? Yeah, The Mayor of Tiny Town. Oh, boy. Yeah. See, that's a reference no one will get. And who's in that? Christian Bale and, <laughs> and Adam Driver. Know. Probably. <laughs> he, he lost he lost three feet to, <laughs> to play the lead. <laughs> he did the whole thing on his knees. <laughs> In his shoes. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Where are his shoes on his knees? <laughs> I just did the snort thing. Oh. And, and when I'm editing... Both of you do it all the time. The snort? I do. And I just did it, too. That's funny. Yeah, I like to snort. I was going to say, though, going back to Christian Bale, you can't really be a fan because you haven't seen Ford versus Ferrari. Oh, I have. What are you talking about? You have? Yeah. Last time we talked about it. Maybe. I mean, I just saw it probably in the past... I don't know, sometime in the past year. Because he was nominated for an Oscar for that. He was good in it. Where where did you guys? What platform is that on? Because I haven't been able. To oh, find I don't it. know what I saw it on. You know? I'm not sure. I think it's on Amazon. Is it? Gosh, I haven't been able to find it. I think you have to pay for oh, it. Oh, I gotta pay. Yeah, you gotta pay for it. The only problem is I hate Matt Damon. I just I don't I don't know why he is such a big actor. I've heard other people say that he's just like so bland to me, you know. And there's nothing I like about him. That's another thing that I wonder about every once in a while on this subject of actors. What's the human psychological thing that's going on where we just accept the known actor as a character, like Tom Hanks? Tom Hanks, you don't care what he does. Mm-hmm. Well, you just buy into it's the willing suspension of disbelief. Yeah. Why does it work with some people, but it doesn't work with Matt Damon? Oh, oh, I get it. They always said Spencer Tracy. He just could do anything, and he was always Spencer Tracy. Yeah. But at the same time, you know, you bought it. Agreed. Well, I would imagine, this is my theory, um, it's that something about that actor you just really like and gravitate to, although I don't know why uh, anyone would feel that way about Matt Damon. You know, there's just some people you're like, I don't care what they do. I'll watch them. That's what I mean. Now, why, you know, what what do those people mm-hmm. have? Yeah, I don't know. Charisma, I suppose, in some way, shape or form, right? Charisma or something is activating your neurons. I have no idea, you know. And you want to see them rather than somebody you never heard of, mm-hmm. even though they might sell it better. Right. Well, it's kind of like the whole music thing when you go to a concert you want to, you know, you most want to hear the songs you know. You can, they can, the artists can right. play stuff that you don't know, and, and a lot of times you'll like it, you know, but you really want to hear things you know. Now, I read this book about music, and it they did, they did studies that said that, you know, of course your brain, there's the whatever chemicals that make you happy when you're listening to those things, but they found that there's this anticipatory response just before 
this part comes on that you really like in a song, mm-hmm. and it's that anticipatory response that makes people most happy, that gives people the most pleasure. Just before, right? I, does it? So when the DJ says "Rock and Robin's about to come on," and you go, "Oh, I love that song," and right. that's when you're well, it's actually it's actually while even while you're listening, okay. right? Like you 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 know that there's one part in many songs where you're, you like when maybe the harmonies come mm-hmm. in or like the beat drops or whatever, and just before that, that's when your brain is has the most pleasure is right because really you're anticipating that. It was very interesting, and then it got too technical for me, and I just gave up on the book, but it was right. interesting. I mean, that would also explain why I like to listen to music that I know the words to and I, that are familiar to me because it just makes me feel happy. Exactly. And it's the same with movies when you know a certain scene that you like right. is coming up. Right. Why do you watch some movies over and over and some you just... You right. might have liked it, but you don't go back to it ever right. again. And why do I hear the line, we'll cut off your chunson? Why have I been hearing that ad nauseum for like three months now since Louise watched The Big Lebowski? Oh. <laughs> we'll cut off your chunson. <laughs> that, I can't even, like I hear it every single day in any context. Uh, my favorite line from that is the, I took my rug, my area rug. What a, you know, I can't remember it. <laughs> it really, it really, it really brought the area together. Or... It really kept the room together right. or something like that. Yeah. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> Man. I should watch that one again. I haven't seen that in years. Oh, my God. It's, well, Luis he tends to watch things over and over. So a lot of times I'm, you know, around and, you know, is this your homework, Larry? <laughs> it just, I don't know. Just, it's such a funny movie. And he was asking about, you know, how does how do they get such good dialogue? I'm like, well, those guys write their, right. you know, they write their movies too. They're not just directing. I know, it really I mean, their is. stuff is all so good. I'm not a watcher over. I'm not usually either. If it pops up and I like it, I'll sit there. Oh, yeah, me too. But I never go back to say, I want to see that again. I don't really either. No, I agree. You know, I used to watch things because, like, sometimes before there were streaming options and stuff, like maybe I'd be at home cleaning or something, and that would be a rarity, but cleaning and, <laughs> uh, like, Groundhog Day would come on. So I've seen that 14 times, although I love it. It's, like, my probably my favorite movie, but... Yeah, Luis, like, will just watch things over and over and over. Yeah. It's really, I, I don't know why. My brother is the same way. He watches things over and over and over. And little kids do that. Yeah. Little kids. Yeah, yeah. but, you know, like, my brother and Luis have kept it up. I don't know why. Hmm. Is it because you can now? I mean, so everything is, you could just maybe rewind everything or watch it again on YouTube or... Maybe. Yeah. 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 I mean, the only things I watch, I will watch over and over, mm-hmm. it would be like Key and Peel or The Kids in the Hall or, you know, comedy. And it's that anticipatory mm-hmm. thing too you know you like that and it makes you happy so yeah you, like playing a song song over yeah no that. that's absolutely true because that's like i think i've said i all i want to see is stuff that makes me laugh these days you know like the two key and peel things that are the funniest are about like 30 seconds long like maybe a minute long they're just so good and so funny oh my god and they both have farts in them <laughs> which is kind of funny because uh bleep out my last name Love a good fart joke. Mm. My whole family. I don't know why. Genetic or? Maybe. What did you say, Well, Is that genetic or why would that be? Is it genetic? Oh, genetic. I don't know. (laughs) My father had a a recording. It might have been a 45. I mean, it was an old, old, you know, vinyl. Yeah. And it was was called The Farting Contest. You're kidding. It was, oh, it's, I wish I could find it. One of my brothers must have it. (laughs) 
Look at Grace. She's just so excited just to learn about this. Well, that someone else appreciated a good fart. I need to find it for you, Grace, because it's just my father. My father would cry listening to it like you wouldn't believe. Just oh my god, just loved it. So I gotta find it. It's literally. I mean, it's, I guess from like the forties. Wow, it's fantastic. It was a radio show, I think, and it was there was a guy who was like calling the contest. Oh, what a lovely belcher you know this kind of the whole running dialogue behind these guys making farting noises oh it's just great i'll find let me find it for you that was probably an underground record yeah at that right time. right you know, that you had to, <laughs> it was illegal when i was probably six or seven my cousin had red fox records oh and i guess those were when he was six or seven or you were <laughs> when i was six or seven okay and, and those were he's dirty filthy yeah he's there. dirty oh and she would play them and laugh and i i'd laugh along with her but i didn't understand any of it but it had to do it like go in a room and close the door and so i'm sure um well i remember my sister and i this is one of the times you know how i don't know can you guys recall like the time in your life where you laughed the hardest like i have about three instances Mm -hmm. right where i laughed the hardest and one was my sister and i i think maybe i was 10 or 9 and so she would have been two years younger and we sat around the kitchen table. It was, in, you know, nighttime. Everyone else was like in bed or somewhere else. And we're sitting around the kitchen table with our hands folded and we called ourselves. See, it still makes me laugh. Called ourselves the Board of Fart. <laughs> and we would say, now we will take the minutes. Miss Explosion. <laughs> and she would go. I can see where Lois <laughs> really appreciate the Oh, yeah, though. probably. More than perhaps we do. I don't know why it was so funny, but that's yeah. one, of the, one of the instances where I laughed the hardest. Another one was involved the time when my cat bit the penis of my boyfriend while he was sleeping. That was funny. To you. That was really funny. <laughs> to me? I was dying. Oh, my God. Holy crow. Was it the cat playing with it or something? I think I think that was the <laughs> I think that was the And it's flaccid state. Yeah. Well, okay. I don't know. Maybe it wasn't. Maybe that's what the cat liked. I don't know. <laughs> oh my god, it hurt. I laughed so hard. Cause the way he reacted was just like right. Grace! Oh my god. Like it was your fault. <laughs> and then he couldn't even express what had happened. He's, I'm like, what? What? I thought he was having a heart attack or something. That's a good one. Anyway, that was quite funny. I think I know which one Grace enjoyed more. <laughs> I could go on about farts if you like. <laughs> I could go on. <laughs> Run with it, Grace. <laughs> and it's not like, well, I'm lying. There are a couple of members of my family who... Feel free to... Oh, my God. Listen, I grew up with four brothers (laughs) and a father who never not farted. (laughs) It was constant. Uh, Yeah, like we'd be at home with a friend and my dad be in the kitchen. And you just hear this. he just let one rip. And be like, oh, my God, Dad. (laughs) Yeah, my father always said, better out than in. (laughs) Yeah. I'm crying. I'm crying. You are. Why is, you know, at this point, it must be Pavlovian, you know, like I hear a fart and I laugh. (laughs) (laughs) 
takes you back to the time at the dining room table with your sisters. Oh right? This would be a good time, barely, to say thanks for listening. <laughs> thanks for listening. As if you just heard Grace tell a fart joke. <laughs> thanks for listening, Grace. You know, I don't have any fart jokes. I suppose I better bone up on those. Thanks for listening. I'm Bailey. I'm Grace. I'm Wally. Let's give ourselves a round of applause. Comment, share, like. What's the other one? Subscribe. Comment, share, subscribe, and above all, like. And we'll see you next time. Very wow, nice. that was that was good. I liked it. It was. Or we'll hear you. Or we'll hear you next. No, they'll hear us <laughs> now. <laughs> I'll see you guys next time. But. <laughs>